Why is it that women seem to be intrinsically drawn to a specific type of guy? Yet for the rest of us, it doesn't matter what we do, what we say, or how we go about communicating with women, they're just not that into us. I believe that in this podcast, I'm going to be explaining an extremely powerful tool that's going to allow you to start communicating on a completely different level with women. And to give you context, if you look at musicians or artists, you can see that they communicate with the world a different way than most of us do. And that is what is attractive to women. So in this podcast, we're going to be looking at the art of deduction. And the best person that's ever lived or, you know, fictional character that's able to do this is Sherlock Holmes. And it's my intention to explain exactly how to use the art of deduction to start communicating with women on a much deeper level. And when you start to do this, all of a sudden you'll be the person with knowledge. You'll be the person with access to a different type of understanding of the world that they don't have. And what happens is people will then start to be drawn into your world. It's like communicating on a completely different level. So in this episode, I'm going to go through three things that Sherlock Holmes is absolutely brilliant at. So the first one is that he begins with the end in mind. The second thing he has is an amazing ability to observe facts in a situation. And the final thing is obviously that he's great at is the power of deduction, which I'll get to at the end. So if we start off with the first thing, he begins with the end in mind. So typically in a Sherlock Holmes book, what we see is that there's a murder and he has to solve it. And what Sherlock Holmes believes is that most people are able to plan. So say you want to get from A to Z, you go A, B, C, D, E. That's typically how most of us go about viewing the world or observing facts. Where Sherlock Holmes is different, he believes that you start at the end and then you work your way back. And first of all, this is extremely powerful for anyone that wants to goal set rather than thinking in a linear line. Instead, what is your end objective? You know, what's the one thing that you're really aiming for? And then take a step-by-step methodology backwards. Okay, well, if I want to get to that point, what's the final what's the final piece of the jigsaw? And then work your way back. If you actually take a situation and you do it both ways, you'll see the power in using Sherlock Holmes's view of beginning with the end in mind and then working your way backwards. So that's the first thing that he does. He he obviously realises that there's been a murder. So he's seen the effect and it's his job or his duty to work out what the cause is. And this brings me on to the second part, which is his ability to observe. Now, what Sherlock Holmes believes is that most of us have preconceived ideas and we don't really observe or look at things properly. And I can certainly say, since I've been studying Sherlock Holmes and studying the power of observation and deduction, It is absolutely true. One thing that I've been looking at specifically is how to observe facts about women from a distance. Okay, And what Sherlock Sherlock Holmes believes we need to start with is a question. So rather than just trying to observe something about someone, I mean, you have to have a more distinctive view on what is it that you're trying to establish here. Because the more specific you are with your question, the more observable facts that you'll see. So step one in the observation is to have a question. And that question can be, I wonder what this girl does for a living. And then what you do is you look at three observable facts. So first of all, we can look at her body language. How is she sat? Is she sat upright? Is she sat down low? What is her body language saying? And we're looking at facts here. We're not looking at um, your opinion yet. It's just factually. Is she sat closed or is she sat open? Then you look at something else like, what is she wearing? Is she wearing 
clothes that she may be using for an office or is she wearing clothes where she's going to the gym? You're looking for an observable fact again about the way that she's dressed. And the final thing that you can notice from a distance is I, I tend to notice hair, whether it's up, whether it's down, whether it's long, whether it's shaven, whether it's got colors in it. I want to establish facts about this girl straight away. Now, the next step in this process of observation is once you have the three facts, these are three things that I can see. What Sherlock Holmes then believes that you need to do is look at three things that aren't there that could be. So the absence of other facts, because these also give us an insight into other information about this girl. So typically you could ask, she doesn't have any tattoos. That's an observable fact. She's not wearing bright red lipstick. That's an observable fact. And the final one could be, she's not dressed in a smart manner or she's not wearing like high heels. And what you do in the, observa in the observation process is you look at three facts that you can see and three things that aren't there. Now, this may seem really easy to do. If you go and just look at anyone in the room or just go and do this now, it's a lot harder than what you might imagine because typically we end up deducing something or being judgmental about someone before we establish the facts. And Sherlock Holmes is really famous for, for putting this home enough times that, you know, it's that you're an amateur unless you assimilate all of the facts first before you make your final deduction. And what I find interesting again about this is that when we're able to just observe the facts, it actually stops us being judgmental because typically we'll see a girl looking a certain way and we'll be judgmental straight away. This is what she's like. Whereas actually, if you just relax, okay, let's have a look at three facts that I can see, what three things aren't there. Instantly, that's going to allow you to not be judgmental. And first of all, that is highly attractive to women because it shows that you have a lack of insecurities, which is super attractive. Second of all, it allows you to really enter the moment and relax. So it's going to get rid of any anxieties you have about maybe going over and speaking to this girl. Now, the final thing I want to talk about within the observation stratosphere here is that what you can observe from a distance is very different to what you can observe up close. So typically from a distance, I'll be looking, as I mentioned, at her body language, maybe at her lipstick and maybe at her hair. But when I'm up close, I am specifically going to be focusing on her eyes. And when I'm looking at her eyes, I'm looking at observable facts. So, for example, she does her eye makeup more black on the inside. She's wearing her mascara or maybe she's got like fake eyelashes on. But you want to be tuning in as much as possible. And a few things happen here. First of all, your eye contact instantly becomes amazing because you are you have a very good reason to tune into her. So that allows you to speak slower, which allows you to be more present and more attractive. The second thing it allows you to do is really tune into this girl. And what I found is that when you're just observing the facts that are laid out before you, the deduction, which I'll come to in a minute, that typically makes itself. So I was talking with a friend of mine the other day when I was practicing this, I was teaching it to her and I was really looking into her eyes and I could see that she'd done her eyes like a cat. So I was like, OK, well, that's an observable fact. And then when I got to my deduction, I was like, let me guess, your favourite superhero or supervillain would be Catwoman. And she was like, oh, my God, yeah, I really like her. And I was thinking, well, that's powerful, isn't it? Because you've taken an observable fact. This was part of many of the other facts I've mentioned. And then you've made a powerful deduction, which is absolutely accurate. And that is hugely attractive. So that really, you know, ends that section on the observation. You want to be non-judgmental and just make sure that you ask yourself a question. What is the specific thing that I'm trying to find out? You want three observable facts, three things that aren't there. 
Okay, and that is going to allow you to observe 100% fully. Now, on to the final one, which is the power of deduction, which is Sherlock Holmes is absolutely brilliant at. So what he does is he sees that there's been a crime, he gets all the facts together by using his power of observation, and then he makes his final deduction. And what's interesting is that once he gets his facts in place and he relays them, it's pretty obvious what the final deduction is going to be. And as I alluded to earlier in the second part of this podcast, when we're able to assimilate all the facts, the deductions actually normally tend to make themselves. And we can have some, like, you can have some real fun with making deductions about people. You know, I just wanted to give you like a few fun things that you can do with the power of deduction, which are, you know, highly attractive to women. So the first thing you can do is listen to this podcast and then you can teach women on a date about the power of deduction. That is really super fun. So you're sat down, you can say, oh, I listened to this podcast about deduction and this is what you have to do. Then you sit there, what do you observe about him? And then obviously you can be playful and say like, well, no, that's a bit judgmental. You're deducing a bit too early. So that's a really, really fun game to play. And obviously it puts you in a position of power um, because you have the knowledge that she doesn't. And it also just allows allows her to realise how perceptive you are because you're teaching it to her. So that's one ridiculously fun game. The second thing that you can do um, on a date is you can ask to see her recent emoji list on WhatsApp. And when you do that, you can then make deductions on her based on her emojis. And again, that is really fun. What you, what you actually can do, which is really funny, is you can ask her to see it. And then when you've got it in front of you, you can be like, oh, oh, I didn't realize you were like that. And then you want to use that mystery to compel her to ask you, what are you talking about? You know, what do you mean? That is super fun. And it's like mysterious. And it's just, I don't know, I think you should hold out and not really tell her what you think about that. Because again, you can use that to set up a future date. Um, the other thing that you can do on a date is when you finish the date, you can text her afterwards and you can say, this is what I thought of you on our date. And you can like send six emojis. Again, you can send some mysterious ones, some fun ones, some nice ones, some mean ones. Just mix it up and just it adds to that mystery and just makes it way more fun. OK, and the final one, which I wanted to talk about was using it on Tinder. Now, there's a, a couple of things that you can do. First of all, you can write a Tinder bio in um, emojis and then you can write something next to it saying we started with hieroglyphics and we end with emojis this is who I am and then you obviously you have the six emojis there that's extremely powerful and the other thing that you can do is you can test your power of deduction by reading a girl's tinder bio and then sending her six emojis as your opening message I've read your bio looked at your photos this is what I observe or deduce about you and again that is super fun because girls typically they will then message you back with what they think about you. And it just makes you more unique, more fun. And you can then use it as a bit of mystery to set up meeting the person, uh, meeting them in person. So just to round up that section, I just talked about how when you observe the facts themselves, that typically the deductions make themselves. And then just a few cool things that you can do on a date to allow yourself to separate yourself from most of the other guys and also use it on Tinder because it's just super fun. Okay, I just want to, before I like round up the episode, I really just want to like hammer home the point here of when you have this specialist knowledge where you can observe a situation in a different way than most people, that is super attractive. And when you start um, communicating with women like that, it is almost like you become a musician or you become a writer or a movie director. You are putting out signals of absolute knowledge, wisdom and power. And it's so attractive to women. I would say that this is the closest that I've got as a coach in this area to being able to recreate 
that wanderlust that women have for celebrities or for, you know, musicians. I just think it's such a great way of instantly being able to access it. And, you know, I'm certainly going to be adding more of deduction onto my courses because, again, something that you can do is just observe what a girl's doing and then go over there and talk to her about your observations and see whether your deductions are true or not. I mean, this whole area is just fascinating. You know, you can talk to it about guys or girls, anyone, everyone just finds this super interesting. And the fact that you know about it, highly attractive. So I just want to round up this episode. So the first thing that I mentioned is that Sherlock Holmes always begins with the end in mind and then works his way backwards, which is an extremely powerful tool for goal setting or any area of your life. Then I spoke about how he uses his observations to assimilate all of the facts. So three things that you can see and then three things that you can't see, but make sure they're factual. And this allows you to be non-judgmental in the moment. I then moved on to how you can observe girls' eyes when you're close up, and that's going to allow you to hold super strong eye contact, whilst also looking at the absolute facts that are laid out in front of you. And then for the final section, I talk about how you can use the power of deduction with all of the observable facts to start talking to women about it, and then a few ways that you can use them on a date and on Tinder. I feel like this is a really fun and powerful um, way of communicating. I'd love it for anyone listening. Please go and try this and then go onto my YouTube channel and let me know how you've got on. Tell me if there's a specific thing that you talk to women about that they enjoy. But I feel like this is the inception of a really good skill set and piece of knowledge. So just like to ask you guys that um, once again, go to my YouTube channel, make a comment and just let me know how you get on. Um, Until the next episode. 